Well, hello, adventurers. Thanks for listening to The First Watch. The audio for this podcast is taken from our web show, so if you want the full visual experience with battle maps, our beautiful players' faces, and me making some, eh, questionable monster grimaces, you can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel via the link in the show notes. But we're so glad you're here and listening, and hope you enjoy the story. Now, on to the adventure. Previously on The First Watch. The tower itself, as you get a little closer, is wide and very plain black stone that is in a a circular shape, very little else around it, standing in front of an arched doorway. At the bottom of the tower, you see two figures. The master sent me. This was a test. Steve, we need to get inside now. Both of their faces go ashen. I start walking towards them, and I'm going to do... He unloads the staff at you. (laughs) Oh, I I, thought it was going to work. That's initiative. That's initiative. Top of the round, the tall figure flourishes his sword, throws his hood back, and you see now a creature that you've never laid eyes on in person before. You see long, angular features, eyes that are completely irises, no whites, sparkling almost like a starry night, and long, long pointed ears that almost come out to like whisker length or or whisker thinness at the tips. As you stare into the face of a creature that is nowhere found in the kingdom of Alsan, an elf. He takes a step towards you, disappears in a puff of smoke and appears right behind you. Behind me? He then takes right behind you, Hyde. He then takes the sword and attempts to drive it into your back. So that's going to be a uh, 15 to hit. That's Macy. That hits. Okay. Uh, So you're going to take seven points of piercing damage. And then he's going to essentially reach an arm. He's not going to be able to make a full grapple action, but he's essentially going to reach an arm around you and try to hold you as he goes to continue stabbing you, but that's his turn. Uh, That brings us to you, Hyde. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to say um, Steed is not going to be very happy about this. The master is not going to be very happy about this. And I'm going to detect thoughts on him. Um, okay. I want to do... I want to probe. I don't know if that's a secondary action. It, it is. Might yeah, be a that bonus would be... Action. Um, let's see here. As an action, you can shift your attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe. So actually, all you can do is shift to him and okay. get his surface level on this turn. Okay, so I'm going to say that. Um, okay. And I'm also going to... Can I do this as a bonus action? Whistle to Luna so Luna can get into the battle? Sure. Yeah, that's the like same as speaking, which is actually a free thing. So if you still want your bonus action for something. Um, yeah. I don't know if I can do anything with my bonus right now. Give me a second. Um, I guess I'm going to do Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. Surface level, all you get is how did they find us? 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 Okay. I'm going to um, say to him, it was easy. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the halfling. He, with you in front, I mean, it's magic missile, so it, it can go around things too. He unloads his staff at you, Hyde. Um, you're going to take, it's automatic hit. You're going to take... Uh, 22 points of force damage as just a whole bunch of these magic missiles come flying out and just hit you in the legs and the chest and one hits you in the side of the head all around the arm that's, you know, grabbing you. It's like pinpoint precision um, around you. Uh, and then the halfling will throw the staff down and draw his own sword uh, and, and begin to move towards you. Uh, that'll bring us to Gamork. Uh, so is it a bonus action to take my sword out? No, like, I'll say that that's free to, to draw your sword. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go at, after the, the halfling. Okay. And I'm going to use fighting spirit. Okay. Um, and I'm going to attack him with my scimitar. Okay. So double bladed scimitar comes down on him. That is 15 to hit. A 15 would hit. He's going to use his reaction to parry and add plus four to his AC. Um, so your first strike comes down and he uses his reaction to do a quick movement um, and, and kind of knock your sword out of the way. Actually, I'm sorry. I had advantage. Oh, no, it didn't, mm. it didn't help. Sorry. Okay. Forget that. Um, okay. Yeah. So he parries your first strike. Okay. So I'm going to hit him again with my... Dang. Well, it, it's still still advantage because of fighting spirit, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's a 25. Okay, yeah. So you par he parries the first one, and he doesn't see the second blade coming. It's an interesting weapon that you carry with you uh, that allows you to bring a second attack in. Uh, and that one does hit, so go ahead and roll damage on that. Okay, so that is... Um, which I can re-roll both of those, actually. Well, didn't help. Uh, five points of... No, sorry. Eight points of slashing damage. Eight points of damage. Okay. You cut across his shoulder. 
So that was uh, my you, you... attack and bonus action. Yes. Bonus attack. And then, so I'm going to attack again. Okay. That is a... Um, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. And... Six points of slashing damage. Uh, no, sorry, nine points of slashing damage. Nine points, all right. So he parries the first strike, and then you just whoo, whoo, bring two more cuts into him, uh, dealing a, a pretty good chunk of damage there. I'm going to go ahead and do my action surge. Okay. I'm attacking in. Since I got advantage, so that's a 20 to hit. 20 hits, going roll damage. Uh, let's see, eight points of slashing damage. Eight points. Starting to look pretty rough. He's now taking a, several strikes. He just seems overwhelmed by the flurry of, of strikes that you're bringing at him. They're just gonna growl uh, at him. Still standing. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Siki. Um, so I forget. Hi, did you tell Luna to come? Yeah, it whistled, and you probably heard that, and she's okay. sprinting. Yeah, so she would have spent her okay. movement running towards everything, so she'll be within combat on the next round. Okay, so she's already heading that way. Okay. Yeah, she's on um, her way. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to cast Bane on both of them. Okay. So I believe they both have to make charisma saving throws. Okay. Uh, so we'll do the elf first. That is a 15. Okay, so he passes. Does that save? Yes. He passes. And the halfling, uh, natural 20. <sighs> Dang it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, okay, so that was an action. I'm going to start going towards them. Okay. How far away are they? Uh, you're probably forty-ish feet away if you were if you were back hiding in the woods. Okay. Can I go? I'll just do my full movement then, my okay. thirty feet, and then I'll use my bonus action to cast spiritual weapon. Okay. Can I cast it ahead of me a little bit and try to hit one sure. of them? Okay. Yep. Absolutely. So I will. I think you can cast it within sixty feet of you on the first time. Yes. So yeah. Um. Which is the one that's holding Hyde right now? Uh, the elf has Hyde and is stabbing him in the back. Okay, and I'm, I'm gonna go. Rough. I'm gonna go for him then. Okay. So try to hit it. Probably not. Is that a six or a nine? I think that's a six. Uh, so eleven. Eleven. Okay, that does miss, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's my turn. Okay. Spiritual weapon is up, though, and it is floating there yes. above him. Yep. So, all right. That brings us back to the elf. Uh, he's going to take another strike at you. Uh, that is going to be a 16 to hit. That hits. That hits. So you're going to take five more points of piercing damage from his blade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then he will kind of be turning to... to he, 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 you know, <laughs> the, this spiritual weapon whizzed by his head and missed, so he's now kind of still arm around you, kind of turning to, to angle himself so he can see this new assailant. Uh, right about the same time that he sees Luna dashing up 
towards everybody. So he turns face to face with uh, this large direwolf creature. Um, that brings us to your turn, Hyde. Cool. Um, I am going to wait until Luna gets to me. So mm-hmm. she's like intense flanking, like right behind him. And I'm yep. going to turn and look at him and say, we found you. There's more coming. What are you hiding? Like yelling in his face, and I'm going to probe deeper with my detect dots. Okay, uh, so that is a wisdom saving throw or intelligence. Um, let me check. check. Uh, Can it get advantage because it's really intimidating? It's intelligence. Nope. Mm-mm. Intelligence. No, Sorry. I think it's a wisdom save, and then there's an intelligence check later on if you're switching. Uh, so that is going to be a 19. So unfortunately, the I rolled natural 18 plus one. So unfortunately, the probe does not work. You still have surface thoughts, um, but it's continuing panic. Uh, it's panic over where the hell did that that wolf come from? Um, you know, it's 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 very of the moment in the battle type thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that if they reject the deeper probe, the spell ends. So I don't think I okay. have to take that. Yep, so that. Okay, so that's what you got right before you started to probe. And then you lose concentration on the spell. Actually, I need you to roll a couple concentration checks. Because you okay. were taking damage. Sure. Um, so two constitution saving throws, DC 10. 14. 1. Okay, so you actually would have lost concentration on the spell before this. So I will give you your action back. Basically, you don't pick up anything. You're not able to probe any deeper. So I will give you your action back on that. Okay. I'm still going to wait until Luna's flanking. I'm still going to turn around and say, there's more coming. We found you. We will take the tower. And I'm going to take my sword and stab him in the stomach. Okay, Um, go and roll an attack. Can I flank with Luna? Uh, you are flanked with Luna, yes. Okay. He never actually had you grappled, so he just kind of had an oh. arm around you. So yeah, you get you kind of push yourself off. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the grappled condition, no. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that is fifteen plus. How much do I get? Plus seven. Um. Twenty-two to hit. That hits even through okay. his armor. Okay. Uh, short sword. And there's Hunter's Mark on him? Yes. Okay. Although Hunter's Mark is concentration as well, correct? It is, yeah. So it would have dropped on that natural one. Okay. That It's for both? Like, Actually, it's for both spells? Well, well, the Detect Thoughts would have dropped as soon as you cast Hunter's Mark. Because they're both concentration. Okay. And then Hunter's so Mark would have dropped on the, on the natural one. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. so you've lost Hunter's Mark. Yeah. All right. <laughs> A lot of things to keep track of. Okay. It's a lot so going on, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't roll the bit advantage because of Luna. That's okay. Um, it's um, eight points of damage for my okay. strike. Okay. And then um, Luna is going to attack him for my second action. And uh, sorry, I need to get to Luna's stats. That's a 19 to hit with Luna. That hits. Okay. And that's um, 13 to hit for Luna. I mean, 13 not 13 to hit. To hit 13, 13 points, points of damage. damage. And he has to okay. make a DC saving throw strength 13. 
Uh, he fails, so he gets okay. thrown to the ground uh, by Luna, and okay. she takes a huge bite out of him. Yeah. Okay. He is and now thrown on the ground in front of you. Uh, that brings us to With the halfling. Sword, I don't know if... Yeah, and I just said a lot anyway, so probably not. Yeah, that's your that's your turn. Um, that brings us to the halfling. He's looking, he's holding his wounds and looking pretty panicked at you, Gamorg, and he's looking at his, his friend go down. Um, and he's going to uh, kind of duck out of the way. He's going to take the disengage action to get away from you without taking an attack of opportunity, and he's going to run towards the door. And he's going to uh, begin... Let's see here. Disengage. Yeah, uh, he's going to grab the door handle and throw it open and go inside and close it behind him. Doesn't seem to have been locked. Um, okay. Just making sure I understand. Well, we Opening a door isn't an action? So, interacting with an object is considered an action. Um, I would... I, I would classify that as like if he had to unlock it, but literally grabbing the door and throwing it open and going in, I'm, I'm not going to consider it be an action. It, or or I would call it a bonus action, just as like I allow everybody to switch weapons on a bonus action. So, okay, yeah. Uh, so that brings us to Gamorg. Um, I am going to go over to. Uh, actually, so the guy just went through the door. Yes. Um, and he was right. Was he in front of me? Like, or like mm -hmm. in between me and the door? Correct. Yes. Oh, shoot. Snap decision. Um, I'm not going to go in there. I'm going to go over to the guy laying on the ground and uh, okay. stab him. Stab at him. Which is disadvantage, okay. right? I uh, know it's advantage because he's prone and it's I mean, a melee attack. That's what I meant. Yeah, Adva advantage, yep, yeah. not disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell Gamorg not to kill him? Sure, you can uh, chop that out. Six, 16. 16 hit. does hit. Yep. Okay. So go ahead and roll damage. That'd be um, 10 points of slashing damage. Okay. Are you dealing lethal or non-lethal damage? I don't want to kill him. Okay. You stab him. You see, you stab him in the shoulder. You see him wince and, and begin to bleed. And you just bring the, the handle of your weapon down on him and clock him and knock him unconscious. Um, he is bleeding profusely. Um, but he's still breathing, but unconscious at the moment. So... Uh, that will bring us to Seeky. Okay. You saw the halfling run into the door, and you saw Gamor come over and knock this guy out. Are we still in combat, technically? I I will leave that up to you all. Are you are you taking a moment here, or are you going to chase him inside? I think your actions will determine that. Well, since I still have movement um, mm -hmm. on my turn, because mm -hmm. how far away was the elf? You're you're within. I mean, it was like ten feet, and then so it'd be another like twenty feet back, so and you'd have the same bonus minutes. action to open the door. Like you could get in. I. I don't think we should go in. There's gonna be other people inside, 
I think we should take this okay, well, one it, and go into... This is on your one. turn, so I need yeah. you to make a decision without conversation um, on what you're going to do, Gamork, before we pass it to CQ. Well, I, I'm going to run to the door and okay. start to open it. Okay. I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to... So hand on the handle. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So then Siki. Okay. So I guess I will run up and cast Cure Wounds on Hide. Okay. At second level. Okay. Uh, so let me get that to you. <laughs> A one on... Two ones on D8s. Oh, what is happening with dice? I'm sorry, buddy. There's four points for a second level spell. Oh, I look at you and think, really? Is that me? You got a little like, bit more, sh please? Shake, shake the staff. Like, it's not, what is it? <laughs> Usually works better than that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what What are we doing? Are we, are we going in the tower? I, this guy's out. We can't talk to him. Do we tie him up? Can can I answer that? I'm okay. Well, again, here's here's a moment. If you want to stop and have conversation, we will exit initiative. But then you're not chasing him any longer. So I want to make your choices clear here. You can, you know, if you do this, there's a better chance that he gets farther away and does something or calls or whatever he does. If you're chasing him, we stay in initiative with all the action, bonus action, everything. Um, and potentially you have a chance to catch up to him or something. So it's your call what you all want to do here. I, I'm i going to... Gamorg wants to chase him. Okay. Okay. Can I look at you, Gamorg, and you're like giving me like, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm like hot, ready to... Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's go. And I'll, I'll use okay. my movement to go toward towards the door yep. with him you can get up there with your movement um that'll bring us back to hide um are you joining at the door and you have your action and whatever damn i think we need to interrogate this one <sighs> okay he's gonna wake up what is he gonna do okay what are you can doing I, hide can i call over my shoulder can luna watch him no Okay. Oh, I feel like this is the bad decision. Um, let's go. And I join you guys up the up the. Make choices and and deal with the consequences. This oh, is Dungeons this. and Dragons. This is the worst <laughs> choice out of all the choices. This is Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. <laughs> okay. As as I'm going, I'm going to um, heal wounds on myself. Okay. Um, cure wounds on myself at the second level. Okay. Um, and I can I like bonus action like move my spiritual weapon with me? You can. Yep, you can okay. bring it with you. I'll just have it floating above me. Mm -hmm. Now it can only move twenty feet, so it's at the door with you. But as you go forward, like if you move sure. your full thirty inside, it'll be ten feet behind you. Sure. Just keep that in mind. Yep. I as as is Gamorg already inside by the time I'm making my way up the. I uh, no, thing? he has not yet opened the, the door. Okay. Everybody's kind of congregating up front. I, I say before we all go in, we need to be really stealthy about this. I have a feeling there's a lot of people inside that tower. I wanted to interview that one to get more intel, but if you all want to go, we're a team, so let's go. All right, that's all you get out. Yeah. And you say that as you're running up, even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. That'll bring us to the halfling. 
ring the bell. You hear a muffled shout from inside. And then it is Gamorg's turn. I'm going to open the door and see what I see inside. Okay. You open the door and you are immediately greeted with um, a corridor that goes to the uh, the right and left and but also goes forward and so th so there's like interior walls right interior curved walls creating a corridor to the left and right an opening forward and a large staircase in the middle of the tower like a big spiral staircase and you just see these little feet starting to make their way up um, and you hear shouting um i we're already here i'm gonna i'm gonna chase him okay you chase after him. Uh, you move your full 30 feet. Uh, he is still about 20 feet in front of you up the stairs. So 30 feet gets you to like about the staircase. Um, and he had dashed. So he's at, at you know halfling speed. So he's at this point 20 feet up the stairs, the equivalent of. Can I dash up the stairs and try to run past him so I can get in his way? You can, yep. So you dash and you kind of vault over him a little bit. Um, I would make you roll an athletics check, but you have the athlete feet, so I'm just going to let that one go. You just vault over top of him as you're going and uh, whip around and are now, you know, five, ten feet in front of him, however far you want to be. Yeah, let's say, uh, I mean, I think I want to be right in front of him. Okay, so you stop kind of right in front of him, blocking his path. Yeah. All right, that is your action. Yeah. Uh, it was a bonus action to open the door and all that, so... Uh, that brings us to Siki. Okay. Um, do I hear any other... I heard him shouting. Do I hear mm -hmm. any... Like, we're in the tower now. Do I hear yep. any steps coming down? Anybody running? Make a perception check. <laughs> oh. Used that earlier. Uh, 20. A 20? You yes. listen, and it is pretty loud from just... Gamorg running by and the halfling shouting and everything going on kind of echoing through the chamber um, but you do listen and at the moment you're pretty sure you don't hear anything else other than these folks okay um, I guess I'm going to run 20 feet then and just keep my spiritual weapon like next to me okay so you come in, so I'm not quite to the, the large staircase in the middle, but still on the first floor. He's up the stairs a ways, up a spiral staircase, and Gamorg is up with him. You're still on the ground floor. Okay, sorry. So when we walk in, I sorry, I assume that we walked in, it's immediately a staircase. We walk in, there's like a ground no. floor? It, there's a ground floor. It's about 30 feet in. There's a staircase in the middle of the tower that winds its way up. So you have to walk 30 feet to the okay. staircase and then start going up the staircase. I guess I don't want to be on the staircase. Can I... <sighs> no, yeah, I guess I'll do what I, what I was going to do before. Okay. Just try to get to the staircase. Okay. Well, with your full 30 feet of movement, you can get to the staircase. And you could bonus action dash up if you wanted. Yeah, but then my spiritual weapon's going to be way behind Your me. weapon will be hanging behind you, yeah. So, no, I'll just hang on to it. Okay, sounds good. 
uh, that will bring us back to Hyde. All right, I'm going to get on top of Siki with half my movement. I mean, nope, get on top of uh, Luna with like my, half my movement. Not uh -huh. the first time I've tried to do that, I apologize. Um, get on top of Luna and then use her 50 feet to catch up to mm -hmm. Gamorg and the halfling. Do I get there? Yeah. Okay. You can. I'll say go ahead and roll an athletics or acrobatics check for, well, so a dexterity or strength check for Luna. Um, Dex or strength. Go like big dire wolf going up a staircase. Mm -hmm. Would it be strength or back. would it be strength? Uh, your choice. Okay. Because athletics strength. is strength and acrobatics is dex. Okay. Awesome. Natural 19 plus 3. No problem. Yep, no problem. You are now right behind the halfling. So okay. you now have pinned him on the spiral staircase with Gamorgan front. Okay. And hide Luna behind. Do, is there any room for me to dismount Luna? No, there is not. Not not easily. Yeah, Luna's kind of taken up this whole staircase. Okay. Um. I really want to interrogate him. Um. And you said he was looking rough. So, um, can I have Luna bite, but not to kill? Is that something that she can do? Uh, potentially. I, 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 I will say, I will say, make an attack and make an animal handling check. Mm -hmm. I say, go low, girl, go low. Okay. So, attack is a natural eighteen, and she has That's gonna hit. plus five. Yep. Okay. So roll an animal handling check. I'm gonna and say then... DC twelve on this to, okay. um, you know, it's it's. It's not a hard DC, but it's not, you know, the easiest thing in the world either because, you know, that's a tricky thing in the heat of combat to get her to obey this command. Okay. Oof. Um, seven plus six is 13. 13. So, Oof. yeah, just enough. So she bites in a non-lethal way. So go and roll damage. Seven. And that is enough to do it. Uh, she grabs him, yanks his feet out from underneath him. His head clocks against one of the stairs, uh, and he goes unconscious. And there's like this kind of moment of a crash, everything happening, and then silence falls. And you all kind of hold your breath, wait to hear something else. In the immediate aftermath, you don't hear anything. So we'll exit initiative. I'll I look at Gamorg and I say, we need to interrogate one of these. Unless you want to keep going up? No, I think that's fine. Um, maybe don't say anything about Steve anymore. They don't seem to like that. Well, when I read their thoughts, they were thinking that they were found. I don't know exactly what that means either. Let's take this outside maybe um let's yeah so what what do I see at the top of the stairs uh so it goes up for a ways and then there is a a ceiling with a trapdoor which is currently closed it's a big trapdoor it's like it's like a big double trapdoor that like a tower like this would normally have it just open um for easy passage up and down but it is currently closed let's Let's take, let's bring the guy inside and 
let's try to wake him up at the bottom. I'll keep watch on that trapdoor while you guys talk to him. Wake him up where? Inside the tower. I want to. I, I don't want somebody to come down and lock this door or something. Okay. Can we maybe go to the roof to the through the trapdoor? I don't think anyone's gonna be checking. Well, he was heading up there, so somebody else must have been up there. And it's only about maybe thirty-ish, forty-ish feet up. It's not the staircase doesn't take you necessarily all the way to the roof. Um, just takes mm. you to like the next floor, which is a, a very high vaulted ceiling. Um, but yeah. I mean, he was going somewhere trying to get somebody's attention, so I think we should stay down here for now until we're ready right. to fight more. And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that we're whispering, right? We're trying to be stealthy yeah. about this. Um, I just don't want to get caught. I feel like maybe rounds do, maybe guards do rounds around here and we would get caught. So the trapdoor is only halfway up? The staircase takes tell. you up to a ceiling with a trapdoor. If the tower is 80 feet tall, this brings you up 30, 35 feet. So the second floor would be midway up the tower. Do I see any of the windows? Uh, you don't, no. On this first floor up to the ceiling, you do not see any windows. And Andrew, just to be clear, when you enter the tower, we took a right yep. and that was the stairway. And so there's another option you to went the left. No, you went straight through. So um, basically when you first walk in, there's a second interior wall with multiple openings, like like these little like quarter circles that go around. Mm -hmm. So it creates like a pseudo corridor around the thing and then a central chamber where in the very middle of that is the spiral staircase that goes up. Okay, so it's safe to say that we probably explored the the... The circumference? Uh, you haven't yet, but you could. Yep. Okay. Um, Gamorg, how about you do a perimeter check around the tower yeah. and I'll go get the other person and bring him inside? I'm going to do that. And I'm not necessarily being stealthy. I'm just making sure I don't see, like, keeping a very close eye sure. on what's in front of me, you know, like with my. Sure. Can you yep. grab Make this a perception check. Okay. Uh, let's see. What is that? Perception is negative one, I think. So that's an eight. <laughs> an eight. You make your way around. You don't see anyone. There's there's various carpets uh, or rugs on the floor. There's a couple bookshelves um, that are scattered kind of along walls uh, along the way with just like old unlabeled books on them, uh, but no people. Uh, there's There are torches lit all the way around, um, okay. providing some light inside here with no windows. Okay. I come back into the chamber. There's nobody... Nobody and you've around. still you've been inside the building the whole time, correct? Yeah. Like you're just on that yeah. outer ring. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go outside and get that other guy. Is he still there? Uh, yeah. So you walk towards the door. You open the door up. Uh, you see him still lying unconscious. You go to to leave the doorway, and you can't pass through the door. The door is open. You can see everything, and it's like you hit a wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm press okay. you push and it, it's like there's a solid wall in front of you in this doorway but you can see right through it great well this is really interesting Siki do you want to come check this out yeah can I come over and do the same thing mm -hmm. yep solid invisible wall in the doorway alright 
I think we could use some answers. Should we give a little bit of life to this fellow here and and maybe question him a little bit? I'm going to tie him up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before or while they're doing all that, can I go up to the trapdoor and just kind of listen and see if I can hear anything or anybody moving around or Mm -hmm. anything like that? You make your way to the top of the staircase. You put your ear up against the trapdoor and you listen. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Yeah, that's a five. Because my dice hate me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not been a good (laughs) dice night for Seeky. You listen. You don't hear anything. Seems silent from up there. Okay. I'm going to come down then to where they have the guy. Okay. So I tie his hands and feet. Okay. Hands behind his back. Okay. You said he's just unconscious? And I'm Mm kind of holding my sword up to his neck. Yeah. Can I just smack him in the face? Before we do that, can we gag his mouth too? I don't want him screaming out as soon as he wakes up. Well, no, I've got... Do you want him talking? He's not going to scream. I'll cut his neck if he does. Okay. Maybe tell him that when he wakes up. Maybe pour a little water on his face or something. Go ahead, Siki. I'm going to get down, like, close to him with the blade right up under his chin. I'm just going to kind of splash some water on him. Okay. Okay, you take out your water skin and splash some water. (laughs) Do not (gasps) scream. Don't make a sound or I will kill you. To stop the horror of what you want to bring to this world. My life would mean would be very little sacrifice. I, I cut his neck. Like, not to oh kill him, God. but I, I like, I cut him. Okay. Right, well, actually, sorry, no, instead of that, I'm going to just, I'm going to clamp, clamp my hand okay. on his mouth. Okay, okay. Like, that's easy yeah. enough. Yeah, he, he does get out a little bit of a shriek yeah. before you, you know, Get your hand on there. I'm, um, make a dexterity saving throw. We'll see. We'll see if you clamp him in time to stop all the noise. Okay. Because um, you uh, see him taking a big breath to, to yeah. scream out. So that's uh, twenty one. Oh yeah, yeah. You you see him take a big breath to to let out a large scream, and you cool, get a hand out, and he still you know yells. Um, but it's it's very muffled underneath your large half orc hand. Before anyone says anything, I'm gonna lean down. I'm I'm really close to him. I'm like, we are not working with Steve. Steve, that was just to intimidate you. Calm down. Make a persuasion check at disadvantage. As he's saying that, hold on. Wait, Can why I... disadvantage? Uh, because you're trying to, to persuade him. him that you're a good guy after attacking him, telling him you were with Stiff, tying him up, and threatening to kill him. Before he does that, sorry. Yep. Can yep, I you were cast, it before. Can I cast Calm Emotions? Uh, you can. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say before your roll, um, what's the save on Calm Emotions? It is Charisma, okay. which would be 13, I think. Uh, that is a 12. So okay. it so does work. He... Let's see. Actually, it would work on everybody. I mean, anybody can try to resist <laughs> it if they want, but it um, it just kind of suppresses the strong emotions. Um, 
Let's see. I'm going to suppress him feeling frightened. So he's technically charmed. Um, And he does not regard us as hostile. As long as we don't hurt him or any of his friends. Okay. Um, I forgot that uh, he would have advantage, but he rolled a natural one on the second. So, uh, yeah, he is he is charmed by you and he still looking around and feeling like he's in danger. But the 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 heightened anxiety and, and, you know, fear for his life has has kind of suppressed a bit. Um, So go ahead. So I do that. Uh, Yeah, charmed. I'll say roll that persuasion check normally. Yep. So so that will take away disadvantage on the. It was a 22. A 22. Okay. Disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of, <laughs> you still got a hand over his mouth. He's kind of looking back and forth at you all. Okay. So <sighs> I slowly pull my hand back. I still have the blade there. If you're if you're not working with the cult, then who are you? We are just literally just travelers. We heard about. There's a lot, but. We heard about this tower, so we decided to come and check out what it is and see if it's related to all the weird stuff that's going on. Um, and thought, I honestly thought you guys might have some answers uh, to help us out with fighting whatever this is that's going on. Where, where did you come from? We came from Ferrith, very far away, but we got transported here through a rift where, or something. Where Master Erevin is from. Yes, we were with Erevin took us here. Yeah, we're with <sighs> er, we were with Erevin. Who well, are you? I I'm nobody. I'm I'm low-level member of the uh, of the council. Not not even of the council of I'm part of the guard of the council. No one's supposed to even know about this tower or know about us. Can I pull out the the piece of paper I, I have can't. with the skull? Okay. Does this make any sense it, to you? And he goes, how did you get that? We found it with somebody who had face tattoos mm. like you do. Hey, can I do something? I'm gonna get down to his level so we're face to face. And I'm going to say, um, I'm sorry for our introduction. That was impolite. Like my fellows mentioned, we're not working for Sith. We've been transported here. We came with Erevan. And we're looking for answers. I think it would be really helpful if you could tell us what this tower is, what's inside it, and perhaps what you're doing guarding it. Roll a roll a persuasion check. We're all chill, you know. Everyone's cool. Oh my god, natural too. <laughs> oh, god damn it. No. I'm a, gonna since I'm like right there, I'm gonna be four. Since I'm okay. right there and I just persuaded him before, I'm gonna be like everything yeah. he's saying is true. It might be. It's not my place to talk to you, though. You'll have to talk I'm to gonna them. cast 
Who is them? He just looks up towards the the staircase in the next floor. Who's up there? You'll find out. If you really are who you say you are, you'll have nothing to worry about. I'm gonna cast my last... uh, Can I cast my last attack thoughts charge? Sure. Sure. Um, So you're probing? So I'm gonna... I'm probing and I'm gonna look straight in the eye and I'm gonna say, who's up there? Okay. Uh, Natural 16 on the save. Could I have done insight on him? clamps up. You can do insight, yep. Okay. Detect thoughts does not work. He clamps up. Uh, 17. Of course. 17. Um, best you can tell, I mean, you've got him charmed and all these different things. Like, you can, you feel like he's telling you the truth, but he's, he's also being, like, you know, charmed or no, he just fought you all. And he's, you know, he's not just a being an open book. But he doesn't seem to be trying to deceive you. Where is this tower? Is this tower on another dimension? No, oh, this is in each each ten. Each ten. I'm from here. These are the jungles of each ten. This is where I'm from. Why can't we go out the door? They must not want you to. Listen, we'll go talk to the people on top. We're good people. We're trying to find answers. But they would help us a lot if we just knew what we were facing. Look, we'll we will untie you and I mean, like we don't want to hurt you. I only tied you up because you're trying to run and yell and scream and everything. We'll untie you. How about this? We untie you and you walk up there with us. And and give us some kind of introduction so we're not just bursting in on these people. I mean, I know we look like crap, so. Otherwise, we'll leave you down here and gag you. That's fine, but. I'm not supposed to go up there, but. Okay. Okay, so I go ahead and untie him. Okay. Rubs his hands and gets up and. And I put my blade Touches his forehead, which is bleeding from hitting the stair. Um, kind of uses his cloak to wipe it a little bit. Gives you all a look and then kind of tentatively steps forward like he's expecting a knife in the back sort of thing um, and kind of makes his way up towards the staircase. Um, just a point of order. The spell only lasts a minute. Okay. But when it's done, the GM chooses if he becomes hostile again or continues mm. being somewhat friendly. I would say that when the spell fades is right about when he's getting to the staircase and you see him kind of pause and look and there is an element of like he shakes it off and is like crap but he also knows his, knows his odds okay and he he kind of gives himself almost like a like a shrug to himself and and starts to walk up the stairs I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and give him a small first level cure wounds. He flinches at the shoulder, at the touch, expecting something else. Um, but he heals up a little bit. Uh, yeah, he gets it. Okay. It's, um, but he kind of, kind of looks at you. 
just keeps going. Wait, you got 12 points for a second level? First level. I got an 8 on a D8. First level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really well. I can't. Uh... I'm doing I'm really, really well tonight. That was, a, war, that was a rough roll. That was a rough roll, Seeky. <laughs> I just, I, I just kind of look at like his spellcasting thing, and I kind of look at mine, like <laughs> shake it again. <laughs> I use my hands. I need to get this fixed. <laughs> All right. He makes his way to the top, where there is a little, almost like landing, and then a second little staircase um, to go up, up the trap door itself. Um, and he just kind of looks at y'all. <sighs> boom! 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 You wait for a moment. The doors open upwards and inwards. You don't see anyone pulling the doors. You don't see any ropes attached to them. It just seemed to open of their own accord. And he kind of... I'm not going up there. Wait, you said we said you were going to introduce us. I... <laughs> I'm not going in there. Isn't that what we said? I said we would untie him if he would go up there and introduce us. Oh, then tie me up again. I'm not actually going all the way. You better go there. They open the door. Okay, I'll walk up. Okay. Seeky, you make your way up. You step into a chamber, a circular chamber. A little bit smaller than the rest with, with walls all the way around and several doors kind of lining into other chambers off of this, this main central one. There is a large kind of reddish, dark reddish carpeted area and scattered in a semicircle around on the, on the carpet are chairs kind of symmetrically placed. They're backs, high backs to you. All the way past them, kind of where the chairs would be looking at the other end of the wall, there is a large mirror that stands probably 15 feet high by six to eight feet wide. Uh, very tall, with this beautiful ornate frame that goes all the way up. It goes from the floor up. The other of you file in behind her? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is Luna with you? She would be. I'm not leaving her okay. alone. So Luna kind of, you know, up to the top, looks around. As you all come in and kind of clear the area, all of a sudden the trap doors. And almost in sync with the trap doors closing, standing from the chairs, nine black robed figures stand and turn. They don't like leave their spot. They just kind of turn, not even really shuffling their feet, but just looking your direction. There are varying heights. A couple small ones, a couple taller, one fairly tall one. Is this like a and dark just, room or is it It is dimly lit, but there are there are torches around. Okay. Yeah. And all the chairs are facing the large mirror. They're in a semicircle facing the mirror. Uh, you hear a voice that you don't recognize just kind of echo out through the chamber. You're not sure which figure it may have come from. 
It is the rare person who finds its their way through our defenses. We've been watching and listening. You say you are of stith, and then you say you are not of stith. We will ask once. We will not ask again. Who are you? I look around to see who wants to take it. Um, I'm happy to talk. Uh, so we are... It's a long story. Um, but we are travelers. Um, various uh, backgrounds. We got transported down here through various means, rifts. Someone sent me down to the wasteland. Um, but yeah, so uh, then we've been traveling, trying to find our way back home, which is Ferrith. Um, and we came across this jungle and the tower and decided to check out the tower, see what's going on and see if you guys have any answers for all this weird stuff that's happening. One of the figures steps out from the group of nine, uh, a shorter figure, and walks forward and pulls back the hood as you watch Erevin drop the black hood and reveal his face. <sighs> I told you not to come. I warned you. What? He What's says that on? almost with a almost an under the breath moment, and then he straightens up a bit and projects kind of more forcefully. Travelers from the Northern Kingdom, where you are is not where you belong, but you have an opportunity in this moment to make a decision to save your lives and potentially save the world in the same moment. We are on the cusp of a great change in this world. Kind of looks over his shoulder a little bit, and he, like, makes direct eye contact with you, Siki. And there's, even though his voice is strong, there's a, there's a softness to his expression as he looks at you, almost a pleading. What is coming cannot be stopped only managed Mechan was too young too unprepared that was his folly there are others who can Facilitate the transfer. And these things are much higher than all of you, swords and monster hunters, but now that you are here and you have seen us, I will give you this one opportunity. Place your swords at our feet. Join our... our cause help usher the world into its next 
its next glorious phase. And you will live. What do you see this next phase being, Edivan? The planes are unstable. They have been for some time, but they are becoming more so. The boundaries that keep one world from another are breaking. Like a bone that needs to be set. Sometimes you need to be the one to do the breaking in order for things to heal properly. We aim to break the boundaries on our terms. Listen, I don't understand a lot of this, and that's fine, but Mekin was studying about teeth. He's a, a god of evil, is he not? Why are you involved with all this? What is evil? Hide a beast. What is good? When there are forces so great that with a thought or a word they could vanquish worlds, what do such constructs mean? For what it's worth, we are not. Stith wishes to bring pestilence. He wishes to break these boundaries on his terms. We would have them broken on ours. They will be broken, whether through an act or through the natural course of entropy and time. And what do you want from us exactly? We, we are just swords. That's literally all we are. We wanted nothing of you till you somehow managed to find your way here. You're the one that put a tower in the middle of a jungle. Well, there is some irony to it. The traps weren't that great. I look at Siki. What do you think about all this? He used to be your master. What do you think about this? Can I look at Ervin and say, um, and what would Enor say to all of this? The god of wisdom and knowledge. You taught me to be wise. The dwarves taught me to be wise, to use our power to help. How is breaking the boundaries going to help anyone but yourselves? Yes, they may be breaking, but we can fix them. That's what we do. We're healers. Or is everything Enor. you taught me a lie? Enor. You're going to throw... And like his, his decorum kind of drops. You're going to throw Enor at me in this moment. Yes, I am. It's when his is symbol. The last time you, when is the last time you heard from Enor? When is the last time he spoke? I don't have to hear him speak. I you know, know that he's here. who has spoken, Sikya? Stith. You know who gave direct words to Mekin, and as I read the books, direct words to me. Stith. Mekin was not strong enough to resist. I was. But that is a real threat. And Enor, if he is real, has not provided any present aid to stop this. 
it is in our hands. And as he says in our hands, like the rest of the figures kind of step out and all drop their hoods. And you see a collection of mages and clerics and wizards of varying races and species. You see human, you see half-orc, you see gnome, you see a goblin, you see an elf. The second now that you've laid eyes on in your entire time in the kingdom. You see one with sharp fangs and red eyes and curled horns, a tiefling. You see one with pale, beautiful porcelain skin and shining blue eyes, long blonde hair. Something human, but also ethereal about them. Nervin kind of... This is... <laughs> this is not what I wanted you to find. Until Stith spoke, and until I finished reading the text, I did not know all the pieces to the puzzle. Now I do, and I wanted to keep you from this, Siki. But you are here, and I am giving you a chance. I am giving you a chance to live. You will not get another. They will not give you another. I'm just going to ask again, what exactly do you want from us? We want your allegiance. He wants us to sell our souls to the devil. silence. We're trying to stop the devil. So you want us to be quiet and just live here for the rest of our lives? What? I don't. I don't know what. We will. We will have tasks for you. There are, in order to break, the boundaries properly. There are things that must be done. This tower is, like fighting, because seven. that's all we do. We're, we're fighters. We're monsters. Uh, you hunters. can be taught. You can be taught other things. And there might be some monsters to kill along the way. Listen. The tower is one of several. This is a point a, on a ley line. This is a gate. There are other gates, and there is work to be done at them. You could help us with that. Listen, I have no issue setting the 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 breaking of the planes and doing it right that sounds reasonable that sounds like something just but Erevan you just told me that you bent the knee to the god of pestilence something that you I did not bend the knee to him he tried to get me to bend and I said no and that is when the council found me I would never can I roll an insight check? But I cannot... Oh, go ahead. Yep. Sorry, turn to... That's good. Oh, natural 19. What do for insight? Uh, plus 322. Yep, he seems to be telling the truth. Uh, but he continues. Um, but to stop this pestilence... <laughs> our gods have stayed silent. We need other means. We need other ways. And I have found that here. And you can as well. There is knowledge here. There are methods. There is wisdom. All you have to do is trust me. 
I look at Siki. Siki, I trust you. Do you trust him? I used to. Can I look at the mirror? Mm-hmm. Is it reflecting them? It is not. You look at the mirror, and at first it's a reflection of the room. Then you look again, and it's the room, but different. It's a similar circular room with chairs, but not as many. And there's more fire. There's more flame and rock and stone jutting out of the floor. And it's hard to tell, but for just a brief second, you see a figure pass by. Large, hulking, wreathed in flame. Are there any other mirrors in the room? Uh, you do a quick scan, there are not. I think you gave up, Erevin. You read some old tomes, and they told you things that you wanted to hear, and you decided to pick the lesser of two evils. But here's the thing about picking the lesser of two evils, it's still an evil. If you really wanted to stand for something that was good and wise and just, you would never have done this. You're giving us a choice? Do you know who didn't have a choice? My mama and papa and Tiki, they did not have a choice, but I do. So no, we will not join you. I take out my bow. Then I am sorry. And you see the, the gnome figure kind of step up. He's kind of been slowly moving forward, not aggressively, just kind of shifting forward. And Ervin kind of looks and he's like, for me, Spare them. Gnome just kind of looks up at him. Looks back at all of you. Begins to cast something in the air. Can I shoot at him as soon as I see that? Uh, we can roll initiative to see if you get the arrow okay. off in time. Okay. So there's uh, what, like one nine mages and... <laughs> I know! This is, this I know! A bad idea. Okay. Hey, I am... I know bending uh... a knee to, to no demon-ass god. <laughs> oh my god. No. What'd you I get? I got a natural one. 16 here. He continues casting. Kind of gives you a look as you fumble for an arrow. As if to say, please don't. And then smacks his hands together and pulls them apart. And there's a blinding flash of white-blue light. It overtakes all of you. And it burns and it hurts. And then everything goes black. Gamorg. The first thing you, you sense is, is the swaying. The, the back and forth movement. The second thing that hits your nostrils is the, is the smell of salt. And sweat. And shit. And old stale food you begin to 
rub your eyes and sit up and almost lose your balance immediately as you find yourself in a hammock and look around wood paneling all the way around you other hammocks barrels tipping back and forth you look over and you see um, retching on the floor a large dire wolf uh, who is trying to find her balance uh, you look the other direction and see just starting to wake uh, a black tabaxi figure who is coming to consciousness hide you you begin to wake up in a similar fashion um, with a swaying and smell of salt and sickness to your stomach and you look over and there's a half orc who's staring at you and a, a large wolf creature that is in this in this area with you vomiting on the floor huge beast with spikes coming out of her back you both are on a ship coming to consciousness and the water feels choppy not quite maybe a full storm but but you hear the splashes of it hitting the sides of the boat from underneath what do you all do do, do I, I do I like no do I have the memory of what just happened and everything like something there was a really bright light and you got sick roll in roll a uh, roll a wisdom saving throw um that is Hyde you can roll one as well that's a 20 a 20 you're in the jungles there was a tower it's starting to come back to you you're, really, you're feeling groggy, but you feel like it's like when something's right at the tip of your tongue and you can't quite get it out, but you know it's there. You know it'll come back. Um, Hide, what'd you get? 18. 18, same same sort of feeling. Like, this half-orc, you know him. You, you know that beast. You think they're friends. It's not... Ah, having a hard time piecing it all together at the moment. Head hurts real bad. Ship lurches a little bit, and you hear shouting from up on top of the deck. Where are we? What? Uh, who are we? What? Do you What's not remember? On? Sort of. I, I don't remember either, just... I, I remember jungles. jungles. Yeah. Tower? I, that rings a bell. Do I know the, the wolf? Can I, do I sense it, it, It's about this time as you begin to talk to each other and tower, jungles, right? That memories start to flush or flood back to your mind. Like, right, we're each 10, we, we were Siki, we, we, were, we found Erevin, like, he, so he was doing something. It, it all starts to come back to you. Um, as in this moment as as soon as i think siki i start looking for her mm. you look around you don't see her anywhere on this deck i go into a panic i want to go if she's not in the lower deck then i want to go up uh -huh. and see if i can find okay. that up you kind of stumble your way to the top deck gamor do you go with her? Uh, i'll follow him yeah okay so you go up to the top as well and you see a a, a ship with, with two masts, fairly good size, and a crew running about the deck. It is 
just looks like it's just coming into the beginnings of a storm and people are beginning to lash down ropes and pull up the sails um, and you hear shouting and calls you look around make a perception check Six. I got a 14 14 okay you look around you don't see Siki anywhere uh, and you look and you can see there's there's someone helming the wheel up at the top uh, and, and shouting out orders, the captain you would you would assume. You begin to stumble towards that direction, looking around, trying to catch your bearings. People shove you out of the way as they as they're working to, to get the ship ready uh, for for this storm. As you get closer, you get a better look at the captain who is at the top, uh, and uh, she is a Genasi woman, uh, a fire Genasi. Interestingly enough, here on the open sea. Uh, with kind of almost reddish skin and like this flaming orange hair, which isn't actual fire, but like is almost cut and styled in a way that looks like a flame that sits at the top of her head. Uh, she is sitting in a chair that has large wheels along the side of it uh, that are clamped. There are these clamps that come up from the deck and are holding the, the wheels of the chair steady for her uh, as she sits here at the, uh, at the helm and she is shouting out orders and spinning the wheel and uh, you see a smile cracked across her face as she kind of looks out at the storm that's coming. And then you hear a voice off to your side, Gamorg, that just says, "You're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna get yourself some sea sa sea legs there, uh, Cell Sword. <laughs> We're not in Drewcaster anymore." And you turn and see a halfling man with a sly grin on his face as you see Cricket <laughs> from your adventure in Drewcaster many, many months before. I just... been on some sort of secret mission. I, uh, like... collect myself and then I just, like, give him a hug. He's like, ah, what are you doing? Ah, ah. Okay, okay, okay. Seeky. After the white light and everything goes black for you, you wake up in a very different circumstance to, to the sound of birds chirping outside a window. You can hear something going on kind of down below you. It sounds like a kitchen almost. And your eyes kind of blink and you come to and you're very uncommon for you. You're lying on a bed. Look around and there's a there's a small room with a little chair and a little table and a little wash basin, small trunk for clothes. Kind of scan it. Very plain, very threadbare. You see your hammer sitting off to the side, leaned up against the wall. Your pack with all of your supplies in it. And it seems to be sunny outside and the windows open a little bit and there's a nice little breeze coming through. What do you do? Um, I kind of wake up very confused. I look for my hammer, like grab that. Mm -hmm. Kind of look around, I'm alone in the room. You are. I'm going to, like, look out the window. Mm -hmm. What do I see out the window? 
Out the window, you see what looks like to be a, a small town. Small little marketplace, a couple buildings here and there. There's a, a large forest uh, out there that, that seems to be um, you know, just kind of a you know, quarter mile away from, from the town itself. Uh, you see a person or two walking, carrying you know, buckets, driving a cart. Seems to be just like a small little, small little town, small little village. Um, I grab my cloak and put it on. And I go to the door. Is it open? Yeah, it opens up. Leads you to a little hallway. You see other rooms. Um, seems to be some sort of inn. I'm like trying to remember what happened. And I'm like, okay. We're in an inn. And your memory, moral wisdom safe. Um, uh, 14. 14. You remember... You remember Erevin. Remember Erevin. You don't know where you were. You don't, Where were you before this? It's not coming to you at the moment. You feel like maybe it will, but it's not coming to you at the moment. I just, like, knock on one of the doors, and I'm like, Hide? Luna? A, a halfling opens the door. Uh, sorry, can I help you? Oh, um, no, sorry. Um, and I, like, go to the next door and knock on it. Gamorg? Erevin? No one answers Hello? that door. Okay, I kind of, like, go, is there, like, stairs to go downstairs? Yep, there's a staircase that leads down. Okay. You, like, walk downstairs. Do I see anybody? You walk down the stairs and you enter a large open space. Um, there are, there's an open area to the left, to the right of you with a tap, uh, with a, a fireplace. Bar. <laughs> to, the, to the left, there's an L-shaped bar uh, and uh, a roaring fire that is, that is being stoked up over in the fireplace. Lots of tables and chairs. There's, there's a, a uh, high ceiling with these large wooden beams that cut across it. It's this very large, open, homey kind of tavern space. I kind of jump as a cat kind of runs past me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's no They're one else in bigger here at than the moment. That. Okay. Okay. Small, small tabaxis. Okay. All right. Okay. I like just go over to the bar and like sit down. Mm-hmm. And then, like, pull out all of my books and thunk them on the counter, and mm-hmm. just start like rifling through them, and like, yep, like trying to remember what happened. It's still not coming to you at the moment, but but maybe if you read, it will. Um, and after a moment, you hear some footsteps coming from out of the kitchen as uh, exiting um, a young man with uh, you know a friendly face and short brown hair, wearing simple clothes and an apron over top, uh, carrying a, a stack of plates. Um, kind of sees you and goes, oh, you're up. Uh, good. Um, whoa, that's a lot of books. And he starts to put plates away. Uh, can I get you, uh, can I get you anything for breakfast? You know, I would kill for some fish. Do you have any fish? We can do that. Yeah. The, 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 okay. the fisherman brought in some stuff this morning. That would be lovely. All right. Well, I, did I come in with anybody? Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, let me get you breakfast. Welcome to the Inn of the Edge of Greenwood. And he turns and walks back into the kitchen. Greenwood. Oh. Okay. I'm going to scribble that down in my notebook. 
And so season two comes to a close. Ah! Oh. Yo. What? <laughs> that is crazy. I love the <laughs> setting that we're in, though, like right in the middle of the storm. Oh, my God. It's intense. Man, what a cliffhanger. <laughs> 